success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. And oh my gosh, I can't wait to introduce to you this most invincible woman, Erica Maurer. Erica is a veteran in the events, marketing, and hospitality industry. She is an entrepreneur, owner, event producer coach and speaker. She graduated from Tufts undergraduate and received her master's from Columbia University. She is a partner at EMRG Media, a leading events, marketing, production, and creative agency. Her company created the Event Planner Expo, the leading trade show for the events, marketing, and hospitality industry. Erica is a co-founder of the Women Insider Network. Work, WIN, an exclusive community of female founders, entrepreneurs, business leaders, and thinkers. Started in, two, in 2020, WIN was founded upon the belief that when women gather, connect, and share, incredible things happen. Hosting monthly summits, women attendees, and high-level speakers. Win's mission to inspire and impact 100,000 plus women to create a better everyday life. EMRG Media produces events for clients in the corporate, celebrities, brands, social, and nonprofit sector. Some of her clients include BuzzFeed, Columbia Records, Cardi B, Robin Hood Foundation, 1-800-Flowers, PitchBook, Twitter, and Google, just to name a few. Erica has generated over 100 million in events. Oh my gosh, welcome, Erica. It is so great to have you here on the She's Invincible podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and share the conversation with you. Oh my gosh. So let's let's jump in. This is so fun to talk about this today, about all that you've been doing in the world, in events, with celebrities. Oh, the stories we could tell, right? So let's jump in. Let's tell our listeners, how in the world did you get where you are today? And what makes you invincible? Well, it wasn't like a straight line kind of story, right? I went to undergrad, as you mentioned, at Tufts. I was actually a clinical psych major. I thought that's like what I wanted to do. I went on, I got, I'm a licensed therapist. And I also realized while I was there, it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. So I expanded into business and I started to just literally take any and every internship that I could have. I really wanted to like learn the ins and outs. And at that time, you know, you're going back almost 20 years. I, there weren't a lot of women in this field. It was actually a very, very male dominated entrepreneurial, like events and hospitality. It's not like what it is today. 
So I really, really wanted to understand. And it was hard to break into that because I didn't really have a lot of mentors. My dad's a lawyer. My mom is a therapist. Like it was, they were like, no, don't do it. But I saw that it was my passion. And I really, really liked creating event experiences and kind of taking someone's vision to life. And that's really what catapulted the direction that I went into and ultimately how I got to where I am today. I love that. Oh my gosh. And definitely you realized that you need a psych degree to be an event planner, right? Oh, talk about like dealing with the stress of not just the work, but the people and, uh, and delivering. So, wow. How fun is that? You were really prepared for that. So tell us what makes you invincible. Ultimately, I believe that invincibility is really about just knowing that you can resolve anything and that anything is figure outable. And I'm not even going to take that word as mine. That's like a quote from Maria Forleo. Like she basically says anything is figure outable. And ultimately, if you have that forward thinking component, you'll know that if you don't know how to resolve something, you have enough people around you as networking opportunities to really bring them into the fold and help you. And that to me is what Invincible is, is never giving up. It's a relentless pursuit to get to the goal that you want to get to whether you have the direct path or whether you have to align yourself with the team through strategic partnering. I love it. Oh, that's so, so powerful. So let's talk about, oh my gosh, right? The elephant in the room. So here you are, you're in New York City, you are planning these huge events for these big players, celebrities, big company, Google, like, oh my gosh. And then the pandemic hits, right? And so I re- let's talk about how, I mean, you're still here, right? We're still here talking about it. Yes. So let's talk about how you were able to serve your community through this pandemic and what, what's happening, what's happening with your business and your events and all of that. I mean, I'm not going to pretend like it wasn't challenging and it's still today is challenging, but ultimately you know, when the pandemic hit overnight, our business went from an eight figure successful, you know, on overdrive kind of situation to literally every single one of our accounts closing. And it literally was like a switch, right? Governor said, Hey, we're closed. Literally everything closed. And we represented about 75 venues. We did thousands upon thousands of events, millions of dollars in deposits for, for events that were coming up in the queue. So ultimately it was, um, It was a big deal and overnight everything kind of shifted. And ultimately what happened was we literally had to rebuild. And at that moment, it went from being like a viable company to almost a startup overnight because everything that we had done and that we had knew and that we were comfortable with and that we excelled at no longer existed. Those components were not pieces of what existed in the new world. The world was virtual. Everything was stay at home. People were petrified and, you know, some people still are, you know, it was an unsafe situation and you really had to hunker down. And ultimately, you know, I have a business partner and his vision was we are going to focus and and lean into virtual. And that's the direction. And my vision was we're going to stay right here. We're going to take a little break. We're going to reset and the world's going to reopen. And I was clearly wrong as were millions of people, right? We all thought that it was a temporary like reset. And ultimately what it was, was it was a new norm. It was a new creation. And so I saw a lot of people reaching out to us. We produce, you know, under EMRG Media, we produce the Event Planner Expo. We've been doing this trade show for going into nine years this year. And ultimately 
a lot of our clients were calling and saying, what are you guys doing? And we were like, what do you mean? What are we doing? We don't know what we're doing. We're kind of feeling it out with you guys, right? We don't have this crystal ball, but the calls kept coming. And what we realized was, and what we saw was that the event planner expo and the community that surrounded it was really a need to come together because we're used to doing hands-on aspects. We're used to being together and having these social functions and people were having a lot of trouble, right? We go back to therapy mindset. People were having trouble being isolated. People were almost mourning the loss of their life. And then a new life was coming because it was nothing similar. And so when those asks kept coming, my business partner said, you know what? Let's do an event. I was like, what do you mean? Let's do an event. Let's do a virtual event. Okay. Well, we don't really do virtual at the time. So we literally leaned in for like three to four months. He submerged himself into basically doing all stuff that related to that. I kind of would reach out to my contacts and my clients and kind of keep them engaged. And we curated what we called the event leadership challenge. And it was like, you know, a 10 day event where I hosted it with another co-host and we brought on industry leaders and we talked about all the different things that people were experiencing. But as opposed to what other people were doing, like when you look on the news, right? And you're seeing all of like the sadness, it wasn't depressing. It was about inspiring and motivating and show people where they could go. We brought on Jesse Itzler. He's obviously very motivational and inspirational. We invested in and we didn't charge anything. It was a full investment into the future. And so my partner was like, lean in. And that was something that to this day, I'm very grateful because I didn't want to lean in. I wanted to just sit and just wait and just reset. And so ultimately by leaning in, we showed that we were being supported. We showed that the community could grow and still thrive and that the importance of strategic partnering, where a lot of times people are hesitant to do that when the world was open because they think of people as competitors. And you could see a mindset shift. You could see that people were realizing, I don't know how to do this, but you know how to do something. So maybe, Cammy, you and I can connect and we can align ourselves. That was a huge shift. And that was very important for being able to take it to the next step. So we did that. But that wasn't the only piece, right? You have to still convince people, why virtual? Why should this new norm be something that's adapted as opposed to them sitting on the sideline like I wanted to? And how do you have that conversation? And how do you convince them when you weren't even fully convinced initially? So it's not like it's back, right? It's it's still evolving, but like ex- I'm excited because last month I've been able to actually book in-person events. So they're coming back. I've been able to talk about hybrid solutions, again, a new adaptation. And we're going to be able to take those, you know, new assets and new tools and strategic partners and bring them to whatever that new norm is. So that's kind of a little bit of that story. Oh, I love that. That is amazing how you guys shifted like that and learned, you know, really crash course, right? Mm-hmm. How to do it, what to do. And just, um, I love how you just knew, like, just stay connected to the people, right? Like that was your place was to just continue to keep that, you know, relationship going and keep that connection. And, you know, I remember when all that was going down and of course I wasn't in the events business, I was launching a podcast. So that was so crazy crazy too. And I just remember that feeling. And it was like, we were all looking around thinking, oh, okay, well, so we're going to shut down for two weeks and then this is going to be over. 
Oh my gosh. Right. Who knew? Nobody knew. And then, then it was like the end of the year and everyone thought, Oh, as soon as 2020 is over, right. We're going to be back on track. Well, Oh my gosh. Like we're already a lot of the way through 2021 here and we're still not back. So I love that you guys didn't wait. Um, and I'm sad for those who did. And it's very sad to see like restaurants with signs up, like for rent, for lease, like they just packed up and left. And I'm so grateful that you didn't because you guys really evolved uh, with this new way. And that is amazing to me. And I personally have had the pleasure to enjoy what you have all been doing in your company through your summits and retreats and such. And I have enjoyed all of it. And I feel like I'm getting more because I probably wouldn't be going to New York City or traveling to somewhere else. Uh, so I was able to get that. And that's something I wouldn't have in the past. So thank you from the bottom of a very Welcome. grateful heart for the way that you guys really answered this calling. So let's talk about, you know, as I mentioned, that whole thing about you keeping that connection with the people. This is so important. And so I know you have a practice that you guys do, and I would love for you to share that with our listeners right now. Yeah, no. So ultimately, like as we're in the pandemic, right, we're sitting here and we're isolated. So we're adapting to how we're working. We're adapting who we're engaging with. We're not going into an office. We're not having the human contact, right? So what we've been implementing is what we call like a three a day, a five a day or 10 a day. And that could be done on any type of level. So ultimately what it is, is it's saying, I'm going to consciously reach out to whatever comfort level I'm, you know, I can do three, five or 10. And the reason why we give you options is because it could be overwhelming to say, I'm going to commit to reaching out to 10 people, but that three a day is something that anyone can do. You can do it when you're having your morning coffee. You could do it when you're finished dinner. It's not overwhelming and it shows little wins. And what the pandemic has shown us is that it's not about the big wins anymore. It's about those little wins. It's about staying connected and making sure people realize that you're top of mind because you're not seeing them, right? You're not taking them to coffee. You're not having a cocktail. It's a total different situation. You're seeing someone on Zoom. Maybe you're picking up the phone, but it's not what we're used to. So it really requires a conscious um, action and saying, what am I looking to achieve? It could be someone that you went to college with or grad school that you haven't spoken to in years. Hey, how are you? Really those, how are yous? What does your business look like? How, are you guys okay? Are you adapting? What is that adaption look like? Because now someone who might never have thought of us from like a virtual perspective now can come to us. Like we're doing big corporation town halls and virtual luncheon, like in my wildest imagination. Do you think I ever thought that? No, I would have been like, you're nuts. But the reality is that's a need. And that's something that we can provide and provide value. And so those three a day touch points, those five a day, those 10 a day leads to the growth of your business, to the growth of yourself, because what someone's role was as we went into the pandemic is going to look very different, right? Someone who might be an event planner might be now event planner, an HR coordinator. They could be, you know, a men mental wellness check-in person and HR. Like, it's just you're wearing multiple hats. And so that check-in that I keep going back to is really important because it allows you to, A, be top of mind, B, be kind and, and thoughtful, right? And C, just see what potentially you guys can do together, whether it's today or in a year from now. We've been in a pandemic, what, for a year and like a month at this point? Literally. So what someone's world looked like a year ago 
could be completely different. Or maybe they're suffering, you know, like my parents had uh, COVID. I had COVID right when March hit in the beginning, right? They were fine, thankfully, we got through it, but other people experienced like losses. How are they? And being sure that you're there to just say, if I can do something, let me know. And it could be a little thing. So that's a little bit about the three, five or 10 a day. And then also you can follow up with that with doing like a letter, a handwritten note. People go to the mail every day. What are they getting? They're getting bills. It's bill after bill after bill. And the reality is they're not getting like a personalized note. So even if you couple that with the outreach and then a note, they're going to be so appreciative. And it's like, they always say, it's not what you do. It's how you made someone feel, right? It's not what you said. It's how you, someone made you feel, right? You remember that feeling. So those are the things that'll stick with you. And that's, in my opinion, um, the differentiation of who's going to survive and then ultimately thrive in whatever this new norm is. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. And that just, just what you said, that just prompted me that I need to send a couple notes today. So I'm going to get on that as well. I love it. So tell us what's next, what's happening. What, what do you have planned for May? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, different programs that you're working on. We're so excited. So um, you mentioned the beginning and I'll just kind of expand upon it through this pandemic. We also launched what we call the women insider network. So it's not truly like It's not a corporate event. It is a way of doing a virtual event summit to educate and inspire women. And it's focused on women. And you probably say, well, why women when you're an event planner? Well, the reason why it's women is because women were impacted the most during this pandemic. We are the ones that were mostly displaced. We were the ones that were fired out of all the jobs. You know, over 5 million women lost their jobs. And also they were forced to, women were forced to go home and say, I'm going to be the person who's going to take care of our kids when they're homeschooling. The husband. Not saying that they never do, because sometimes they do, but they're not the traditional person to step into that role. So women really got hit with multiple sides during this. And so a lot of women now are event planners and they're in the entrepreneurial world and they're doing their marketers. And we received, just like we received this request of like what we're going to do for the expo, we kind of kept getting this ask, how can we come together? How can I be inspired? How can I be connected? So we created this community. Um, the Women Insider Network, and we do these virtual summits. So come May, we're going to be calling it the Spring Into Action, where we curate 30 to 40 phenomenal women. And they all talk about different points because someone might just have not been doing their morning routine anymore. Or maybe your mindset is just a little bit off and you need to like reshift, right? Or maybe it's that you're having trouble, you know, balancing your money because maybe you got a pay cut in, you know, in your job because that was the option of keeping that job. And so People are adjusting. And so we wanted to provide people with tangible tools, whether it was for personal or for business. And a lot of times people think that they need X when they need Y. And so by offering this like wide range of women, it gives people a macro way of viewing, like, what do I need? And you can know, like when you hear someone speak, you know, oh, I needed that, right? But sometimes you don't realize it. So so that's something we're really excited about. We've created a private community of a Facebook group of just over 3,000 in a few months. Um, we have about 1,500 to 2,500 attendees that come. And there's a free option so that if people just want to come in. And then there's like upgrades, obviously. But ultimately, if someone doesn't want to spend a dollar and they just need that like push, that inspiration, we're here. So we created that, which we're excited. And then on top of it, uh, we just announced that we are now taking our treat show, which was literally virtual last year, which was a big undertaking. It was like over 4,000 people with a hundred speakers and like 
75 or 100 vendor booths. It was it was a lot. We're going to be taking that down to hybrid. So we're actually going back to do the in-person. We're going to have an integration of the virtual, which is obviously an adaptation to what the world needs now. And we're really excited about that. That's not until October, but we just brought back um, one of our keynotes was Demon John from Shark Tank. And he's coming back because he's a true entrepreneur and he's a survivor, right? We need survivors. So he's coming on and uh, we have Colin Cowie, who's like one of the biggest wedding planners. He's fabulous. And he actually was part of the trade show for the first like five years. So we're really excited about what that will look like. I think it'll be our biggest and best one yet. Obviously we'll be protected and COVID and all that good stuff compliant, but we're really thrilled because our industry really needs a big comeback, right? It needs to be a reconnection. We need people to be able to network and run a business and just rebuild. Um, so that's exciting. And then last day in the events world, I've actually started to book in-person events. I had my first one last Friday. They had a great time. Uh, it was an outdoor space. I felt like that was necessary. You know, they were like, oh, we'll go any way, you know, you want. I just didn't want to be a spreader. <laughs> so I was like, I need something that makes me feel like I'm comfortable. Um, so we did that. And I'm starting to see that like the social world is opening up. Some corporations are reaching out and saying, can we now book? Budgets are being released. So all of that is really an optimistic, like you could see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like it's bright out today. Like I feel like things are brightening up and I'm, I'm really excited about what's ahead. That is so fun and so amazing. And one of the other things that I wanted to bring up because this also happened in 2020 is Clubhouse. Yes. And so, yes, and I've been in some rooms with you guys. And so let's share with our listeners, you know, the rooms that you guys have in Clubhouse and what you're doing there so we can invite them to. And then we'll put everything in the show notes as well. Perfect. Um, so we created two different, you know, clubs right now. We have the Women Insider Network, which is the women's community. And with that, we're curating content. Um, which will talk about all things related to women, the world, personal, like health, mental, um, mindset, business, strategies, marketing, sales, anything to do that can help with women. So connecting. And then we also created the Event Planners Club. And that is really for entrepreneurs, people who are looking to plan events. It could be in person or hybrid, but it's ultimately a way to connect. We wanted to create forums of how do you offer support? And that's really what both of them come down to is supportive information that people could tactically take and apply to their life today or tomorrow so they feel like they're learning. Because if you're not learning, you're static and you're stuck. And like what this pandemic has taught me is that you can't know enough. Like no matter what, you can always know more. My partner was always into like the Tony Robbins, all that stuff. And at first I used to be like, I don't get it. Like, I'm, I'm going to say it. I didn't get it. Right. But then this time around, I was like, oh, I get it. So sometimes you're just not in that mindset shift yet. And understanding that, you know, especially when everything shuts down around you, you have the power to control what it, what's going to impact you. Right. How are you going to receive the things that are happening around you? Are you going to crumble or are you going to push through it? And, you know, you and I spoke about this, but I'll share it again is that, you know, we talk about backup plans, right? Like what's your backup plan? Well, people don't have backup plans when they're in business for 15, 20 years, like, like we are in, right? We went all in, we had a business, you know, very successful. And when everything shut around, there was no backup plan. It was like, how are we going to push forward? So when you think about a backup plan and you fall back and when you fall back, you hurt your back, it's not enjoyable, right? But we don't talk about leaning in and going forward and how momentum keeps momentum going, right? It keeps that opportunity. And so 
that's something that I've completely thought and reshifted in my mind over this time is that you just need to lean in and it's going to be painful. It's going to be scary. And it's going to be something that you're going to be like, I want to give up. But if things were so easy, then everyone would do it. Right. So you have to lean in. Like you said, you launched your podcast in the middle of the pandemic, but you leaned in. Right. And now you have all these amazing listeners coming in because you embraced it and you're allowing them to also embrace it. And that I think is very, very important. I love that. Yes. And you know, people are watching, right? We all kind of, we weren't in the same boat, but we were in the same storm, right? And everyone was affected differently. And so I think that that's just so amazing that what you just said, because it's like, everyone is going to handle things differently, but you do have to choose to to fall forward. Right. And to otherwise you get left behind. Right. You, and, and it's harder to pick it up. Like if you keep moving in the direction, eventually you get there. And that's where you guys are right now is that you continue to push through, overcome this, you know, which has been tremendous obstacles for you and all of these other event, you know, companies in the world and, and corporations and, oh my gosh, I just hats off to, to you and all of them for all that they have done to keep this thing going. Because right now people need you because everybody wants to celebrate. Everybody wants to get together. Everyone wants a drink. They all want to have dinner together, right? They want, they just want to, and they have this need to do this even more so than ever. And they appreciate it more than they ever did. So I, you guys have just positioned yourself for all of the abundance that is coming your way because of the way that you handled the hard times. And that is really, it's not what happens to you. It is how you deal with what happens to you. And you guys did a fantastic job. I am so happy to see how things continue to open and how all of the businesses continue to thrive and what lessons. And even you said, like people didn't even know what they needed. And I think that was so important about this three a day, five a day is that people don't know what they need, but you didn't know either until you connected and they told you what they needed. Mm -hmm. And then you were able to shift into that place where you were able to meet them where they were and serve them in the way that they needed. That is a million dollar golden nugget right there, Erica. So hats off to you and your, your all of your business partners and associates. And I'm excited to see you guys soar this new year. And now a word from our sponsor, Christine Trumbull, founder of Coaching the Climb, understands the challenges of building a successful business. She's faced many of those challenges herself and helped hundreds of clients build successful businesses. With the launch of her new podcast, The Climb with Christine, you will hear the same advice she gives her clients, as well as conversations with experts in a variety of topics, including business, health, relaxation, mindset, kids, and fashion. Check it out on iTunes, The Climb with Christine, and be sure to subscribe, download, and give her a rating and review. So now we have to shift. Okay. This has been so fun just to hear about, you know, what you're doing and how you've really answered the calling 
But, you know, on the She's Invincible podcast, we promise our listeners that we're going to feature these fierce female entrepreneurs like you that will share all of the things that they can put into place and have a, a positive change in their life and their business right away. And you did that so well. Uh, but we also promised them that we're going to pull back the curtain and we're going to share because, you know, you could have given up, right? You could have just cashed it in. You could have hung the flag. You could have screamed uncle. You could have resisted all of these things. You know, growing is painful and, you know, and it's never going to be easy. Like if you don't want to have pain, then you're not ready to grow. And so you really do have to meet it and embrace it. And so we love to share with our listeners for hope. We're dealing hope to them that you are on your journey going to be faced with obstacles that are absolutely tremendous, right? In size and magnitude, but you can overcome them. And so that's what we're going to talk about right now. So in doing that, let's start with the good. I, when people say you want the good news or the bad news, I'm like, tell me the good news, like help me up first. So let's share with them, you know, what you're feeling like the good about this journey that you've taken. Well, it's important, right? To recognize that, like you said, with the good comes the bad. And so right now we're starting to see good. We're starting to see glimmers of hope. We're starting to see, you know, activity, people reaching out, wanting to come together, obviously in a safe way. And we'll go through all those guidelines and so forth, but they want to actually celebrate their life has been on pause. And so now they're ready to say, what can I do together in a safe way? And we're excited about that because now we're starting to see business, right? We're starting to see in person business. We're also starting to see hybrids. So you know, a quasi of, you know, maybe I'm not fully comfortable to be next to you, Tammy, but I'm comfortable seeing you and watching it from a distance and that's okay. So what I'm excited about mostly, and I think that this is relatable with everyone is that there's the adaptation, right? You can take what's ahead and you can apply that and then kind of put your spin. So I think with the good is that as we evolve out of this crazy pandemic, there's going to be the opportunity of being very creative. There's going to be the opportunity of forgiveness, right? It doesn't have to be perfect. There, there's going to be more of a kindness in the world. And that's something that I think, you know, as we're all hustling and bustling, we forget about that. There's that human side. So from the good is that you start to prioritize what's important, what's going to matter to me in a year from now or five years from now, you're going to forget about the small stuff, right? So that's, to me, a very big, important piece. And also the fact that, all of the things that were painful during the pandemic, you learned from. So you get to take that and bring that into whatever that next step is. So it's those transferable skills and you're expanding your toolbox. So to me, that's the good. I love that. Oh, talk about a grateful heart, right? Yeah. It's, you know, you got to remember the lesson and forget the experience, right? right. And Okay, so let's shift to the bad. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yes, so the bad for me is that the world closed, and I mentioned at the beginning, overnight, and literally we lost everything. And so it went from being on a high to a very, very big low. But ultimately what I realized is from a bad perspective, if you align yourself around yourself with people that are supportive, you can come through it. And Bad looks different to everybody, right? Bad could be like, I lost my job. Bad could be like, I had a death in the family. Bad could be, um, you know, my business doesn't even exist anymore and I have to merge. But ultimately, it's how you come out of that bad. So for us, it was 
good failure, you know, done, like nothing coming in. What are we going to do? We're regrouping and now saying that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And so I implore everyone to really think about it like that because everyone's going to have a bad, right? They always say like, it's not about, you know, if you got knocked down, it's how many times you get knocked down and how many times did you get back up and that you were willing. And sometimes it's not easy. Like sometimes you can't get up by yourself. It's okay to recognize that and being okay with asking for that help, right? Recognizing that you have that weakness and that's hard, right? Bad is feeling weak. Bad is feeling vulnerable and saying to yourself, you don't have all the solutions, but if you reframe it and say, I'm, I'm recognizing that I'm in a bad spot, but I don't want to be here, right? They say like the way that you move forward is when the pain is too bad to stay still is when you take that step. And that's really what the pandemic has shown us, right? Is that Staying still isn't going to resolve anything. You're not going to get back on track. You have to push through it. And so that's my You're brilliant, right? And you're so invincible. Just even saying it doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down, but how many you get back up. That's what we're all about here on the She's Invincible podcast. So Erica, what would you say? Okay, not everyone did what you did, right? Some people are still down. They didn't take those moves. They didn't pivot. What would you say to them today? Uh, You know, any advice you have now, knowing what you know from the steps you've taken, like step one, what should they do right now? Like to, to just shake this off and get back on track. You know, I don't want people to think it's easy just to frame it, like getting, getting hit down. And, you know, I would say like getting punched in the mouth and getting back up is like no easy feat, right? No one wants to even get pinched. Right. So, so it's not about how long it took you. Like someone can, um, adapt within a year. Some people could adapt within two weeks. Everyone's going to adjust and grow on their own path. So I don't want someone to say like, Oh, I'm still stuck. I'm a failure. That's not the case. It just means that you're processing it differently. And maybe your adaptation is is more aggressive or harder than mine, right? Like maybe there's not a linear line. So what I always say is think about who the people are that feel, make you feel good. And then go to them and say, Hey, you know what I'm good at? You know what I do well, where do you see me taking where I'm at now? And then moving forward, it's asking those people who are going to give you that open and honest. I don't know necessarily sometimes if your mother's the best ask, because they're always going to be like, oh, you're great. You're perfect. You can do anything, right? No, you need someone who's going to be real with you. Someone who, you know, could be a past colleague. It could be a past client. It could be a sibling, possibly. It doesn't matter who that is. You guys, everyone has different people in their lives, right? But you need to know, honestly, like, am I showing up, right? Because if if I'm stuck and I have like a family and I'm not showing up for them, then I'm not, not only am I putting myself down, but I'm also not showing up for them. So it's really about taking it out of yourself, right? Like, if I don't want to get out of bed. Well, it's not about me. Maybe it's about whatever my why is. And if you start reframing it, you'll be able to take that move. And it could be small. I don't think you have to make big wins. Like, I always say to my partner, I did these small wins. And he's like, oh, that's that's not a big win. I get it. But for me, those small wins are just as important, if not more important, because I can see the progress. And everyone thinks of things differently. So if you're stuck, it's okay. Outline your strengths. Outline where you want to go. Outline, like, what are the key transferable skills that you can provide? Because maybe your business can't exist right now. But those assets that you have, right, those unique propositions that you only can provide are those pieces that if you align yourself and say, you know what, I could do X, Y, and Z for these companies, 
you can then figure out your path. So it's it's literally reverse engineering every single aspect and saying, what does this look like on paper? And what are the things that make me happy? Because guess what? If you're starting over and you're starting over doing something really crappy, you're not going to start. But if you're starting something that's a passion, right? Something that's in your heart, you're going to go into it and you're going to approach it in a different way. And so it's all about framing it and taking a piece of paper, literally when we get off and writing down what makes me happy and what am I good at? And then identifying that and saying, now, where do I take that? I love it. Yes. And how can I serve the world with this? Right. Because we've seen so many pivoting, you know, moments with people and things that they're doing and they're still utilizing their skills and doing what brings them joy. I love that. That is perfect. Beautiful advice. And now my friends, we are going, (laughs) we're going ugly. We're going to share a little bit about the ugly part of this journey. So let's go ahead and share that story. Perfect. So ugly, you know, is after the bad, right? So first you're like, I can't do anything. I'm stuck. I don't know what the next step is. So now you kind of start to move forward and you say, okay, I started start to see the path, right? So for us, in-person events closed down, our business shut down. We couldn't do any marketing or events or production for anybody. Now I have to understand this virtual world that I wasn't sold on, right? And then now that I take that shift, I have to go back and I have to sell it to my clients. I have to explain to them why that is important. And that's a very, very difficult thing. Ugly is trying to say to someone, well, I've worked with you for 10 years. You trust me, right? And then being like, I trust you, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Because people weren't comfortable with making that shift either. So to me, that was the hardest thing was calling clients over and over being like, hey, are you ready? Do you understand? Who do I need to speak to? Oh, it's not just you. Let me speak to your team. Because ultimately, they didn't know. And what you don't know, you block. If you can't see it and you don't get it, you're just going to say, well, I'll just stay here. So for us, it was explaining to the people the importance and understanding the value of what this new virtual world is going to be like, and that's applicable to anybody. It doesn't have to be events. It could be anything that's new, right? When we don't know something, it's foreign. And then all of a sudden we start to do it and then we get it. When you start to podcast, you're like, I never podcasted before, but then you push through it and you get there. And it's taking those people. And that's the ugliest, taking your vision, making them understand it, showing the value, explaining from the value, making them reframe because everything looks different and then pulling them along that finish line. And then ultimately that ugly becomes the great, right? Because they realize, wow, this was something that I really needed. And then you can repeat it, but it's not a hard, I mean, it's not an easy transition. It's, it's very, very hard. And it takes a lot of consistency. Like it wasn't one phone call. Like when, when the world was closed, pretty much all of my clients were like, we're not doing any holiday parties. And I was like, what do you mean you're not doing a holiday party? Like your staff has been in a pandemic, a global pandemic, isolated. You need to show up for them. And they're like, we're not doing anything. We don't really get it. And then you know what? Come like end of October, November, all of a sudden they realized that the world was not reopening and their staff was in a global pandemic and that they hadn't shown up for them. And so we created experiences that did not look like what they looked like in the, you know, in what I call the real world. We created family experiences. We created engaging experiences. We were thoughtful of the times that we did it. You know, we had to really reframe it. And ultimately that allowed companies and corporations to have higher productivity for their staff because they felt appreciated. But normally you don't plan an event because you're trying to appreciate your staff. It just, it was, you go, 
you book a venue, you give them cocktails, you give them food, and that's it. But here we're incorporating a family perspective, right? What's important for them? And that to me makes the ugly become good. Yes. And you know, I, I wrote down that you're better because of the ugly, right? It is, mm-hmm. it has really made you guys better because you understand at a deeper level now, like, and exactly what you just said about people just used to throw these events to throw these events, but now they're more meaningful. Now people need them. And they're, this is a, a need that's being fulfilled and they're appreciating them. And it really changes everything. And I love that. I love your story. You are absolutely invincible. And it has been such a joy to share you and your story and all of the impact that you're making in the world through your company and all of these things that you have created over this past year. And I just am so grateful. And I know that you are making such a huge difference. And I thank you so much for being here and sharing that. Well, I thank you, Cameron, for giving me the ability to join you and and share the story. So I I so appreciate you. Yes. And thank you for being invincible. (laughs) And to our listeners right now, oh my gosh, I don't know where you are in your life or your business. But if you're face down on the ground right now, girl, get back up. You can do it. You can do it. They can do it. Right, Erica? You can do it. You can do it. And you know what? It's just about reaching out. It's making that phone call and saying, I need your help. And that's the hardest part is saying, I need help. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. And make sure to hit the show notes so you can find Erica in all the places that she is and follow her on Clubhouse. Perfect. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.